You're tuned in to We'll Be Right Black Podcast. I'm Nina. And it's your boy, Frankie. We'll be having fun conversations, diving into the latest social media debates, trending topics, relationships, sports, faith, and whatever else comes up. So kick back and take a listen. And you can join us in the discussion by following us at WBR Black on Instagram and Twitter. And also find us on Facebook at We'll Be Right Black. tuned into will be right black this is nina and it's your boy frankie what it do we black what's up baby nothing much you know we've been gone for a while preparing for season two but we thought it would be a great idea to come back at you with a recap episode of 2020 we know 2020 has been crazy And we just couldn't let the year close without coming back and giving you some bonus content. Yeah, for sure. Because this year in particular has just been the worst. So I thought it would be a good idea. Well, you kind of came up with the idea to just kind of review what's been going on. Year Uh, review, best and worst. Yeah, so we broke it down to a few categories that we can go over here. Um, But before we even get into the categories, I did want to just first touch on the top three events of 2020 that's taking place. Um, Because there's been so much. It's hard to break this stuff down into top moments, best and worst, just because this year has been so overwhelming and has been it's just been so much going on yeah and it's gonna be impossible to touch on everything that's happened so we're just trying to highlight some of the biggest things that happened and just some of the stuff that's you know that's taking place in this unusual and cruel year absolutely um so with the top three events uh i think this is kind of a unanimous uh, top three. I don't think anybody's list, if you in the U.S., I don't think your lit top three list can possibly be more different um, than this three. It's got to be, I think we all in agreement of the top three events that took place this year. Uh, number one, I start with number one because it's the most obvious. Usually I used to do three, two, one, but we're going to start with one because it's the clear and most obvious, which is COVID pandemic. Like it's, yeah. like it's changed lives probably forever oh for sure for sure matter of fact this podcast is a birth of being on lockdown and quarantine <laughs> like COVID. this this the podcast is a covid baby <laughs> yeah we thought about we even thought about naming it like yeah like covid baby and stuff like that just because this it, it was a product of that just being at home and needing a, something to work on definitely um you've been seeing those vaccines you ready to get one? No, I'm not. Raise your I'm hand if you're prepared. ready to get it. I'm not prepared. I want to know that. Y'all let us know if y'all are ready for the vaccine. Hit us up on Facebook and Instagram and let us know. I'm not prepared. I'm not ready. You know, I, you know I'm not going to talk bad about anybody else that's going out and getting it right now. Just for me and my personal comfort, mm-hmm. it's a little too fast for me. You know, I acknowledge that we are in a modern era and we have modern technology and, you know, all of that research. I get it. It's just, it seems a little quick to me. Oh, come on. It's not enough trials oh, for me. On. I need a little bit more research. Let's see some some long-term effects. I'm not ready. Oh, come on. I know when you seen that nurse pass out 
17 minutes after they getting a shot. <laughs> that did not I make was, me want to take it. I was it. like, sign me up. Nah, I'm playing. I'm ready to get healed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Nah, no, thanks. They, I'm good. Yeah, they But wild. y'all let us know. I want to hear from somebody if there's any nurses or doctors um, I don't think first responders in our area have gotten it yet, but they soon will be, I believe, next week. Let us know if you have gotten it, what your thoughts are, your side effects, all of that. I'm very interested to hear from someone personally. Yeah, for sure. And if you are on board with getting the vaccine, if you already had it, do you need? Do you still need a vaccine? Like, it's like the chicken pox. Like, once you get the chicken pox, like, do you really need to get? Chicken pox shot? I That's thought a it was, good question that was, I can't answer for you. Yeah, I want. I don't know how that works, but uh, yeah, sign me up. I'm ready. I'm ready right now. Nina's on the fence. That's okay. I ain't on the fence. I don't want it right now. No, no, thank you. No fence included. Fine, fine. But yeah, um, yeah. Every like life has changed. I've been working from home, so I'm saving tons on gas money. We just. The world has changed. You got to work out in the gym with a mask on. That's kind of... I hate that. Yeah. (laughs) That's uh, blowing hot breath back at yourself while trying to work out. I don't know how that works. But, uh, yeah, this... Our lives has changed. Like, it's... Yeah, that's obviously the number one. I don't think anything comes close to that. But number two was pretty damn big. And will probably be number one in any other year other than this one. And that would be the George Floyd re-sparking the Black Lives movement. Um, yeah, that was a that was a really tragic. I, I feel like I feel like that moment for a lot of, particularly white people, I feel like was an eye opener for a lot of people. Um, yeah. Like, we've seen a lot of Black Lives Movement and a lot of deaths and stuff. For some reason, that one was different. And I feel like... because I do I, think COVID played a role in that. And quarantine, specifically. I think because people were at home and they weren't moving around as much, they were kind of stuck with what was happening probably. and forced to kind of look at it a little bit differently than what it's... Because we've seen... You know, we've seen several videos of people being murdered and different like I know but it, multiple it, I know but it's always felt like it's a lot of those cases it's been like they should have listened to the police or I mean but it people been. are always gonna do that they right. did it in this situation too they tried to but this one was this one was harder to defend this one was him on his neck for no reason I mean none of them were I mean right defendable right. Correct. But now, I, I want. I want. I want. But I'm. I I'm not saying, saying this is my point of view. But this yeah, is. No, I get. This you. is when people were trying to reach and find reasons to be like this and that, and they try to do that with George Floyd, saying he was, I don't know, try to call him a criminal or whatever or whatever the case is. But you could not deny, like, for for whatever reason, this was the one when people seen it and it was like. That was just as blatant as it got. Like it, it was wasn't... like I felt like the blinders went off for a lot of people. It was like, oh, this is what y'all been talking about. Like, yes, yes. yes. this is what we've been talking about for years. Yes. Like, and now you finally see it. You know, and it's it's tragic and it's horrible that it takes someone being sacrificed in a way to mm-hmm. like respark a movement. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm glad that awareness has been brought to people who weren't previously 
in tune with what was going on and now it's awakened them and now they're you know becoming allies and things like that and also re-sparking a lot of you know people of color to get involved in things and yep. so i'm happy about that is you know i'm happy about us moving forward and trying to progress i am saddened that it took um, the loss of George Floyd and so many, many countless so many others, others that have died um, at the hands of police brutality and any other type of violence. You know, it's just, it saddens yeah. my heart. It was horrible to watch. Um, I don't, it took me a very long time to watch the video with sound. It was just a lot happening. Um, so, that happened with, no, that happened with me too. It took, and it wasn't because I was purposely trying to avoid it. I just, I didn't just, I, I just didn't have to, I just didn't seek it out. Like, I just, I knew what it was. Based on how people was talking about it, it was almost like I had watched it already. Because right. of how detailed and vivid the talk was around it. Like, I felt like I didn't need to see it. Like, I felt like I kind of already seen it without even seeing it. Because that's how, um, that's just... That's just how big it was and how detailed it was, and it's just, it, yeah, it took it took it took probably a couple months before I actually watched the video. Um, yeah, and this ain't nearly as important, but it's also ironically not even ironically, but I think it's not a coincidence that 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 was kind of the turning point for our podcast, uh, where our numbers spiked, and that just yeah. kind of shows you like. We were still kind of early in the stage of our podcast. Like, we were kind of like, yeah. and But that shows you, like, the interest and the talk around it that even right. a podcast like ours that was barely even getting off the ground took a spike just because that's how the topic, yeah. the topic itself, people were seeking out. And a lot of it was a lot of uh, white people that we personally know and uh, just wanted to, like, hear thoughts. And they were trying to get more perspective on it. Right. And, and so, yeah, that just tells you those times. And then, yeah, from there, you know, our podcast never looked back. Um, but, yeah, that was that was definitely a turning point. And that, to this day, to this day, and I know we got a lot of categories to get through, but I, to this day, that is the only, that is the single only episode that I have not re-listened to that we've recorded. Yeah, yeah. I can't either. It That's just, funny, because we've never talked about that, but I haven't re-listened to it either. I one. can't. Um, I know I had a lot of emotions in it, and it was just, it yeah. was just too much. And I just want to reference that podcast. That episode is called "Protest or Riot." Um, you know, we had a lot of conversation about if we were even going to discuss mm -hmm. that or topics like that on the podcast, just because we. Our intention was to have this be a, you know, light, fun space. And so we were concerned about, you know, just bringing in certain topics that could change the feel of that. You know, we wanted people to have something to listen to where they could just kind of decompress and listen. It was fun and, you yep, know. Yep. But we can't ignore that we no. are black and don't people. Want to. And we don't want to ignore it. We can't it. ignore it. You know, if we're having private conversations and even public ones, 
on different platforms, then we have to use our own platforms to discuss things like this. So it was yep. absolutely necessary. Yep. Um, and I'm glad we did it. I do love that episode. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to re-listen to it. I mean, honestly, even sitting here talking about it now is like... I'm trying to like keep myself composed because yeah, it, it is up. in a way kind of like re-triggering those emotions. No, yeah, definitely. And uh, like I said, like usually we go back and edit episodes, so we have just part of our job. We have to re-listen to episodes. I listen to our episodes just for fun too, because I just like listening to our our. We really have good conversations. So, but that one we didn't even edit. We just yeah. we just sent it out into the world as is. So yeah. I don't. I could have coughed in the background or something, or I mean, it could have. It was just probably raw footage. But yeah, that's how. That's how. That's how real it was. That's how. That's how serious it was. So, um, and the third top three events that took place in 2020, um, and I think we all will agree the election. Uh, dun was, dun dun. Was uh interesting. I just want to know why the election take two months to get a decision. Like, oh I, my like, god, have they even announced <laughs> Joe Biden as the winner yet? Have they even announced it yes. yet? Yes, yes, he is president elect. You know, even though Mr. Trump tried to, you know, sue and do lots of different things. I think that's the thing though. We knew that. Even in 2019, we knew that the election was going to be a really big deal this year. It's funny because if you would have asked me at the end of 2019, I would have projected that that would have been the number one thing of 2020 would be the election. Definitely. Uh, you know? Definitely. Definitely. So it's it's interesting that we had these other things happening with COVID and, you know, the reemergence of the Black Lives Matter movement through the tragic death of George Floyd happened and kind of like bumped the election down a bit. Yeah, I think definitely. some people would kind of yeah. re-rank some of those things. It's hard to. It's, it's very hard. hard. I, w- I would I agree with the way you rank those. And um, I can't see no other way. I would say all of those were very emotional. They involved a lot. The election, what's interesting to me with the election is and we don't talk a lot about our daughter, Akina. Um, I've had personal conversations with other people just kind of discussing this, but I was really bothered by the level of anxiety she had surrounding the election. Um, and then as I started to talk to other parents, I started to realize that other kids had it. And I just can't remember being a child and having anxiety mm-hmm. around an election. Yeah. No, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely a big deal. Um, I feel like she fed off a lot of your energy with that. I think that anxiety came a lot from your own personal anxiety with the election. Um, no, I think she was more anxious than I was per- at, at no, one point. I, maybe, perhaps she was, but I think also because you exude some anxiety about it as well, which is understandable. Like this was, I feel like this was a big deal. Um, it just, I don't, it just, it was just like any other election. I mean, it just, it wasn't like any other election for whatever no, reason. It was, it not. was no. I guess just because of how we how, needed him out of the office, and he just was. That's yeah, on was, period. <laughs> I don't think many people are gonna disagree with you on that. That listens to this podcast, perhaps, but I'm sure and there if are. If you do, you do. We just don't think the same. 
That's okay. It's, he was just, he was really, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Not controversial, but he was really. Yeah, he was that too. He was. The word I'm looking for is polarizing, I think. Is the word oh, I thought for. you were looking for garbage. Okay. Save it for the will be right political back <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, those are pandemic, George Floyd election. I don't, I I'm curious to what else you think will be amongst that, um, but I, I just hard for me to think any three events were bigger than that for 2020. Um, but let's get into some a uh, little bit of fun though. Let's get into some categories. Um, so we got a few categories. We're just gonna talk about the uh, best and worst of on some of these um, of the year of 2020. Correct. Right? Thank you for that of 2020. So we got the first category. I'm gonna start with this one because I have the least amount of information for it. But um, the best song or album and worst song or album that you heard. Okay, so confession. Most of the things that I was listening to this year were released in 2019. So they don't count. So, they don't count, and I get that, but I'm just putting that disclaimer out there. So, wait a minute, we're doing the best yeah, and worst album? I do, so I want I do want to do a disclaimer, because there's a lot of music lovers out there, and I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to get your fix on this category, <laughs> because I, be, I got a confession, I have not listened to as much music this year. As previous years, which is odd because it seemed like this would be the year to listen to music because there's not a lot else we can do. I have listened to a lot of music, but it has not been re- music that was released this year. And if it was, they weren't full albums. Right. So, um, Meg The Stallion's Sugar album, which I'm not even sure if that's really categorized as an album or not. I thought that was good. Um, listen to that in its entirety. But that's probably the only thing that I really listened to all the way through as far as like an album that was released this year. So it's I can't give a best Yeah, like worse. I said, if, if music is your thing, you're not going to get your fix here because if Meg is all we got to throw at you, then you're going to be yeah. left kind of disappointed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't even have albums for you because I really just didn't listen to music like that. I would just say my personal favorite song of the year um, was Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake. That was my anthem for the year. Um, probably the best song of the year to me personally. I think the best, honestly, mm-hmm. I think the best song of 2020, at least in terms of getting play, um, to me in my opinion, I don't even know if it's opinion because I think the I think some of the stats back it up, is Roddy Rich, The Box. I, like, for Child, early, okay, early. y'all just ain't going to... That's all right. Y'all never want to give women a props, but it's women, cool. Women get a props. Cool. You trying to say that that LB WAP? I don't think so. Yes, you stop. No, no. WAP was WAP was controversial because of a lot of stuff surrounding it. What? But we don't just like ignore what it did for the charts. No, no, it did its thing. Okay. But let's not pretend like when you hear that he hurt. You it, got it up. Hit. You got out your seat. It you hit. It you got out your seat when you heard that. But I'm gonna go with the song of the year. I'm I can, sorry. I can even make the argument that it might have, at least very early on, it might have been like 
one of the biggest songs on TikTok. Like, I, I can make the argument that a lot of the dance videos... I mean, I don't think I was on TikTok around that time. It was... And that's perfect because it did spark a lot because of interest. Because I think when WAP came out, that's when I kind of started to spend a little bit more time oh, on TikTok. And those videos were fire, okay? Yeah. Um, but yeah, WAP is definitely going to be my best song of the year and then a very close second is going to be do it by chloe and Haley. yes okay very underrated very underrated song it was a really good song yes love uh, that song but i'm not gonna pretend like look i love to give women credit and i always gotta watch myself when i start talking about black women around you because you get yeah. defensive okay but, defensive all right but why call it what you want Wop was a good it was a cool song but it was cool it was cool it was cool it's not it wasn't the best song at all i think why it was, it was such a big deal you can call and it polar- controversial and polarizing. you can call it polarizing you can say whatever you want to say but y'all had never really dealt with two women being on a song like that and just being as open as they were about their sexuality and Wait, their sexual desires. Y'all? y'all? the people. The y'all? people. The people that got something to say about it. Okay, yeah. Don't put me in that. You too. Because you should have made it your number we one. We had a whole episode about it. Let's not... That's right. And if you so haven't listened to that, go and watch, listen to WAP. And watch the video. Oh, goodness. Yeah, so it was a good song. It was a really good song. Uh, I didn't think I think it got more attention for the video and the content that it did for how actually good the song was. And that's yeah. fine. I think they were looking to be a little controversial. I think they were kind of looking for that attention. I think one of the biggest disappointments of 2020 that a lot of people like me have is not being able to go to the club and dance to WAP. Are you crying? I mean, do you know how I mean, that would have tore the club up. What? Uh, that's a good We're going to have to run that back for 2021 because I just need one time Little do you to know. be out Little and getting it know. to walk. Little do you know if you're on Instagram or Snapchat, people are still in the clubs. I'm sure they are. I am not. And they're still getting it. I value my health and safety as well as others. So I was not able to go and twerk it out to walk. Fair enough. All right, so going on to next, this is probably my favorite category, which is best and or worst shows or movies that we watch of 2020. Now, I want to specify for shows, this is new shows that came out in 2020 because we have a lot of our regular shows that we watch Mm -hmm. that came with new seasons this year. Right. Uh, I don't want to count those because we can count those every year. So I wanted to stick to... Cause we there was some there was some heavy there was some dope some of my shows that came back were pretty dope with new seasons but I just want to stick with something new here season one first season that debuted in 2020. Okay, and how many are we doing? We listen the best and the worst. Just or yeah, you can do that or just whichever one you want to give attention to. I think I think one of them is obvious. What? I think it's obvious. Cause we didn't have we didn't had a whole section about Carol Baskins in one of the previous episodes. Killed her husband, whacked him oh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Tiger King was just it was just so bizarre. Like 
I was at times appalled. I was at times cracking up. There were some moments where I was very sad and wanted to cry. Like, it was just a lot happening in that. And it was unexpected. I had never heard of any of these people or this place. So, yeah, uh, definitely one of the top um, shows. And better. definitely like the top, I think, docuseries for sure of the year. Yeah, I think that's even... Like, just beyond this year, like, that's going to eventually go into somebody's Hall of Fame for one of the best docuseries. Like, it I don't... It was nuts. It, it was. It was just... It was It was crazy. Like, I remember the first episode, we was probably, like, five or ten minutes in, and you paused, and it was like, Frankie, this is real. This is... Is this, is this real? Like, this... These are real people. <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> what is like, this? this? Is, like, this is really happening. And, like, yeah, it was... Yeah, I, so, I mean, yeah, yeah this we're in agreement on that one. That's easy. Um, yeah, and there were some other. I, there's not a, really a lot of shows that stood out for me, like first time shows that stood out for me. Um, Love is Blind was a interesting dating show. I actually really enjoy Love is Blind, and I'm normally not into you know that type of reality t reality TV, um, and like. Searching for love type stuff. I don't know. But Love is Blind just... It was very different. It was. I really enjoyed it. I like the couples. It makes me emotional. Oh, God. It's just so sweet. It was just... It's interesting and not to get too caught up on it, but the part of the reason why it's hard to watch dating shows with you is because... You just always, you never believe when three episodes in, they talking about I love you. You just be like, <laughs> you just be like, get the hell. You don't even know them. Like, it's hard to watch. Like, no matter what. Because I'm always just like, how do you love someone I, you don't I don't know. know. I don't know what flavor of love, like, tainted you, your views on these dating shows what or what. I don't know But you just do not buy it with any of these shows. <clears throat> and so, for some reason, so Love and Blind felt different. It really felt like... You got to see the mental connection before the physical. Probably so, yeah. And so, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was so. They coming with a part concept. two. They coming with a season two. I can't wait. I will be watching. I really, really enjoyed that show. So, um, yeah. So that one, the last dance I just mentioned briefly was probably one of the greatest sports docu series. Yeah, I even time. enjoyed it. Yeah, and I normally don't watch like sports documentaries right, or docu series. Right. But even that one, it was like, yeah. So I just wanted to mention that because that you know that actually sports has stopped around that time. Like the calculation for that was brilliant. Like yeah. sports, we were dying for some type of sports, and they gave us a. That's 10 true. I hadn't series. thought about that. Yeah, and, and so then you had they that. Gave, they gave us that, and yeah. So that uh that gave me life. I really enjoy Black AF. Um, on Netflix. I'm surprised because a lot of people didn't. A lot of people didn't and I'm not sure if I'm not sure if they knew what it was about. I will say that the the beginning did kind of start off a little bit dry um, and so it was kind of one of those things you kind of had to push through and once you did like it, it didn't take long um, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really cute funny show um, With all that cussing you classify that as cute that's that's a I don't think I've ever heard that show described that way at all. He was he was rude and disrespectful to his family, and that was cute. No, not you. Okay, all right. 
they had cute little moments together. Okay. But yeah, I did. I enjoyed that. Um, I think people. A lot of people didn't like it. I didn't mind it at all. But I wonder if because they thought it was gonna be like blackish. I think I think people were comparing it a lot, and that's why maybe they didn't like it. I just think that a lot of the dry humor, I just think people aren't a fan of. Oh, yeah, and I love it. Yeah, like, we watched The Office. Yeah. Like, that's... I'm a dry humor girl. I yeah. love it. Which is it's weird we don't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm more, because that's kind of what that is. I have, yeah, I have watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. We have, we watched it together, but I'm surprised we haven't, like stuck with it because that is kind of that genre yeah for and sure and i think that's kind of what they was going for um yeah great show um power book two i'm only mentioning this one probably don't even y'all could have kept mention. it right it wasn't necessary i don't hate I it i mean it's cool i don't hate it i, I don't hate, hate it. it i don't hate it i don't hate it i don't hate it it's just but it wasn't necessary to me but yeah it and the only br- reason why I bring it up is because when I think about my favorite, sh- like, all-time favorite shows, like, Power for, like, the first few seasons was definitely one of my favorite shows. Yes, it, it was. It could not be denied. For the first few seasons. Probably some of the best sex scenes I've seen on television to date. Oh, God. I'm just saying. I'm surprised you went there because I feel like, because every time Angela, <laughs> Angela and came on scene with like I feel like you were I just disgusted I, I was disgusted because he was cheating on his wife but I'm just saying like if you think about sex scenes in a show I guess so. that's hitting the top of the list I, I guess so um but yeah season this new book too it's it's alright I, I ain't crazy about it but I just mentioned it because I think it's gotten better over time but I still didn't It's not. it t- just wasn't necessary I'm tired of seeing Tasha in them jacked up braids in prison okay oh or in jail oh it's irritating me like girl first of all we know it's weave added to those braids okay and where are you getting weave at oh I don't god. like it oh god but, uh, so, I, yeah, I really only brought it up because I just, I want us to remember how great power was in the beginning. I just want us to remember it because the last few seasons and this new book that they came out with is really tainting the legacy of power. And I just want us you to feel remember. Like it's I, diluting it. It, de- it deserves a moment, a one second moment of silence for how great that show was in the beginning. Okay. One second. Okay. And, uh, and the last, because we've been on this category for a minute, the last, we got to mention this. Lovecraft Country. Overrated. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Look. y'all. I know people about to be in my inbox. Don't at me on Twitter. I don't want to hear it. I did not like it. There I said it. It wasn't bad at all. Um, Nina, so for full disclosure, Nina is not big on this, on like sci-fi type of... That is true. That's not her thing. That's not my thing. I don't even really do thrillers like that, okay? Like, so the whole, like, sci-fi and mystical realm and all of that, I that's just not my you didn't judge. Watch, you didn't do Harry Potter at all? I did not. My mother forbid me from reading Harry Potter or looking at the movies. <laughs> I tell them, people this all the time. I'm still traumatized. I'm processing this in therapy. She would not let me have anything to do with Harry Potter. That's okay, That's a good mother. Oh, she stop it. Kept you away from that demonic oh, witch, stop it. witchcraft. But see, this is why I like the whole mystic things and 
you know, shows and books, it's difficult for me to get into, really. I, you know, that mm-hmm. does still from childhood. So, like, this show, and it wasn't that I thought it was anything, like, negative or demonic or like that. I didn't view it that way. It was just still hard for me to get into just because that's not my thing. I really like to watch comedies and, yep. you know, even a dramedy. I'm cool with that. You know, even it me was, watching Power is a lot because that's just all drama. But this nah player, y'all, mm-mm, leave me out of it. I just, yeah, so, yeah, that's why I wanted to put that clarification out. Because this, when you say it's overrated, you're coming from a perspective of somebody who don't, don't like, like those genres. Right, yeah. right. So, for people who may be into sci-fi or something, like, I, I appreciate something a little bit outside the box something a little different but even but even for me at some for a little point it was like like it's a lot it's this is a lot going it on it felt here. like five different shows it felt, at one yes and the sci-fi, <laughs> a lot of sci-fi shows are like that where they yeah. feel like that like yeah like what's the show on netflix black box which i know that's different because it's a different i think it's a black mirror black mirror yes yeah. it's different every episode yeah but even stuff like i was just i was not into that at all. That's not... I think also because you've seen a weird episode. No, I just got, think I don't... But yeah, you're just not into that. Yeah, that you're not kind of into stuff that. I'm just not into. So Lovecraft yeah. Country was just not it for me. Yeah. I, you know, we finished it till the end and I appreciate that, but... Yep, yep. yep. So uh, that was uh, interesting. I don't I, know. I don't know how I will rate it. Well, you know what? The one thing that I really enjoyed was the, and I apologize because I don't know the name of the episode. It was the episode where they went back to Tulsa. Mm-hmm. That was my absolute favorite episode in that series. Because um, I do enjoy historical fiction. Okay. Yeah. So that piece of it, I did really like. Okay, but all so that you, other so stuff. you found some gems in it? Okay. I did. I did. I think. So here's the thing. I don't like that type of. That's not my, you know, category of yeah. preference. But it wasn't a worst. But I thing. think that the writing was great. The acting was great. You know, even the the costumes. That's I look at costumes and things like that. It's, it's mm-hmm. weird. But I think that was all great. But it's just not my juice. I feel you. I feel you. I think I think it was fine. I think it was a fine show. It did. Social media, black social media, was all over this show, and so it did. I, set, that's what surprised me. It did me. set a stand. It did kind of like raise the state. Like we was going into it, like this must be the bomb, and we were just like, then we seen these little monsters come out the ground and stuff, no. and we was like, what the hell are we watching right now? Like we was so like, I did not know what we were. We were getting like into. confused. <laughs> like what the hell is this? And then one episode is ghosts and an exorcism thing happened. I'm like, it was what? Just, it was a lot. It was just was not what we was expecting and it threw us off a little bit but overall it wasn't a bad show it just it just caught us off guard that's all will you be watching season two because i'm kind of invested now so i think okay. i will i kind of will there be a season two i don't know i think i don't know but if but there is, that is just a limited series i think they might try to anything anytime something's that successful they try to come back netflix gonna be like yeah gonna have to figure out yeah <laughs> we need this money baby so uh all right, we was on that one for a minute here. Let's take a small turn, detour, a sad one here. Cause there was also mm. a lot of deaths. There were. In 2020. A lot of tragedy. Lot. Yeah. I think this was, I mean, this. I'm not about to say anything that's going to surprise anybody, but this was the most deadliest year um, of 
in U.S. history, um, statistically. And we know COVID was a big role in that. Um, but I'm just curious to what what's, what's a celebrity death that, that really affected you? Um, I think there were two. Okay. Um, the first one is Ruth Bader Ginsburg who was a Supreme Court justice, that really hurt. Um, You know, she had done a lot with um, women's rights and just a big advocate for um, equal rights. And she had been sick, so it wasn't a complete surprise. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just like, oh, God, something else. You know, like, it was just like... Come on, 2020. Yep, yep. Um, but that I was saddened by that. Yep. But I think the absolute worst for me this year was definitely going to be our beloved Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. That is one. Oh. And, you know, we had a conversation about this a few days ago. I am still not. I haven't fully processed that this has happened. Like, even talking about this, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about something that's not real. Like, I don't think I have fully come to terms with the fact that he is truly gone. It don't feel um, It was completely unexpected. And every time I see a trailer or a movie that he was in, it just... It makes me just think about, like, the courage and the motivation and the perseverance that this man had to be doing all of these things and be battling cancer. And it's just... Yeah, the man... It's a lot. Like, even talking about it makes me emotional. Yeah, the man was still dropping movies. Like, we had no... Most of us had no clue that he was going through. And he was still dropping movies like it was nothing. I mean, that's just a lot. So, it caught us off guard. But, like, I feel like black people lost a superhero. Absolutely. You know, Black Panther was... It was a lot for black people. Like, we finally got to see Africa depicted in this amazing new way where they're innovative and, you know, producing Mm -hmm. things that the world is using and can benefit from. Um, And also having this amazing, sustainable society, you know. And I think we finally thought, like, oh, we're now we have a superhero. Like, Mm -hmm. this is our superhero that we can have and we can rep, you know, for years to come. And so then, you know, unfortunately, when he passed away, it was just like, man, now now that's gone. Yeah, and we, you know, black people, we got, we've had other superheroes, but Black Panther, it was just something about Black Panther that just. Yeah, he was the one. Yeah, he was, he was the chosen one. Yeah, for sure. Akina, our, our daughter, like, she did. Didn't she do like Black Panther for yes. for Halloween one year? Like it was it was one of the biggest costumes of Halloween too that year, and that was with white kids too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was yeah that was that was transcendent. Yeah, it felt like like people lost a superhero that day. Um, so yeah, that would definitely be one of mine. Um, so I'll go with one that hasn't been mentioned. Cause this one also doesn't feel real either. Uh, so I'm sports. I'm big on sports. So when I said I haven't listened to a lot of music, particularly this year, it's because when I'm like working, I'm listening to sports. I'm listening to a lot of podcasts, sports podcasts, sports videos. I'm watching sports shows. So sports is what hit me a little different. So when Kobe Bryant died, the most unexpected thing yeah. that, that hit me. I wasn't even a Lakers fan, but I, like, greatly respect Kobe. Like, yeah, it's one of the greatest to ever do it. And it just happened. 
it also it caught it all really got me too because it just felt like his after career was gonna be so promising. I mean, he was like he was dipping it. He was about to get in movies and writing scripts and producing. Like yeah. he was, he had a whole second career set up. Like it looked yeah. like Kobe wasn't going to, like he wasn't gonna go anywhere. Like he was gonna be much, very much relevant. Yeah, moving forward, and he was easily one of the biggest basketball superstars ever. And so that when TMZ first dropped the news, like. We yeah. all thought it was fake. Yeah. We all thought it was fake. Yeah, like, like TMZ, this can't be real. We was like, my boy hit us like TMZ got hacked. You see the news? I'm like, it was crazy. And then his daughter was on there with him. Yeah. And it was that like was that terrible. just made it so much worse. Uh, yeah, shout out to that family. Rest in peace, uh, Kobe and Gianna, I believe it's pronounced. They call her Gigi, the daughter. That was just tragic. When you, especially when you, it was a helicopter crash. In case people don't know, so like even just thinking about like the waning seconds of their life on a helicopter with your daughter, and that's going down. Like it's just, yeah, that's a that's lot. scary and tragic. Like it, it kind of it blew us away as a community. So, uh, yeah, so. Uh, rest in peace to those greats and everybody else. A lot of people lost a lot of people in this pandemic, just in general, just family members and stuff. So we just, our hearts go out to anybody who ever even lost anybody in this tragic year. Absolutely. Uh, yep, sad. Um, let's, uh, you want to lighten it up a little bit though? Yeah, so the next topic, um, speaking about, you know, things that were birthed out of the pandemic I think one of those things was the versus battle um so versus battle is when you have two musical artists that go head to head and plan their hits and they go 20 rounds um and then everyone decides the winner who you know this is this has transcended beyond uh black culture but a lot of people who aren't outside, who are outside of black culture, probably haven't heard of it. But so yes, it is exactly what you described. It's two musical artists that's going head to head with their catalogs, and it's not really even a, a verse. Like it's called verses, but it don't feel like. I think very early on we was like judging it, but I think after like the first few, I think we just it became more of a celebration of music. We stopped taking tally. Well, some people still took tally. Yeah, a lot of people still do. I don't. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just here to hear the music. I'm not, yeah. like, some people, like, after each round, like, who run each mm-hmm. round? I don't really care. I, I do. I still do a little bit of that, I'll be honest. But it really just feels like a celebration of particularly black culture and black music and black artistry. Yeah, for um, sure. And so this is one of the greatest products for our culture that came out during the pandemic. Yes, uh, we gave was... us something to do, something to listen to, something to look forward to. And so I was trying to figure out like what was our favorite battles, and I was looking them up, and I just kept being like, I kept being like, dang, I forgot they did one too. I know it was so many. Did... I'm yeah, like, dang, it was more than I thought. Like they was pumping them out early, early on, when they was doing it virtual. They kept having a lot of technical difficulties. Yes. And so I feel like we a lot of great battles did not hit the same way. Um, 
because of the technical difficulties. Like they, like halfway through, they start doing them together in the having in both having both artists in the same room together in person, and it changed dramatically. Absolutely. Because there's a couple on this list that would have been my favorite had it not been done that way. I mean, had it been done in person, right? That would have completely changed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start. Um, like for instance, like Ludacris and Nelly was one of mine, but. One of your favorites? It was one of them. It could, it should have been one of them, but it was just too much technical difficulties. It was, I don't know if it was raining oh, okay. in St. It was raining in St. Louis, and Nelly kept getting cut off and all that, and it just, it just didn't, it didn't hit the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. So my top three would have to be the Erica Badu and Jill Scott's battle. The T-Pain and Little John battle. I enjoyed that one. And the Kirk Franklin and Fred Hammond battle. Those are my top three. All great, all great battles. Um, I know Erica Badu is a special artist in your heart. Absolutely. So that one hit different for you. Absolutely. So I respect that. Um, it was just a nice vibe. It they was. were like even them two and the way they were interacting. It just warmed my heart. It was great. I'm a neo soul and R and B girl, so that was my thing. I was I was loving it. Sipping on my drink, sitting in front of my <laughs> computer, <laughs> jamming out. Yeah, T Pain and Little John was another one of my favorites. Yes. As well. That one was lit. I, that's around the time I really started getting into them. I missed a lot of the early battles. Yeah, like I the, did too. Like the Manny Fresh and Scott Storch and Timberland and Switzby. I missed a lot of the early ones. So I started to get in around the Little John and T-Pain one. So maybe that's one why that one hits a little different for me because it was like... I don't know, both of their music, like they just did so much classic music. I don't know. It was just... That one just... That's a favorite for sure. Um, the Kurt Franklin and Fred Hammond was one of the littiest verses. It was! To, for it to be about <laughs> Jesus. It was a gospel hit. That was great. I know some other gospel artists have tried to do verses. I haven't watched them. Um, you know, I grew up on Kurt Franklin and Fred Hammond, so I absolutely love that one. So I think I got a little bit of everything with my top favorites. Right, right. I didn't really have a top top like that. I just kind of just highlighted some of the ones I enjoyed. Gucci and Jeezy was an instant oh my classic God. for me. Oh my God. That was an it was so classic. stressful. I was stressed the entire time. You, I don't know why you thought it was about to just be a shootout in Madison. You don't know why I thought that? I do know why. Come on but, now. Come but, on. But Everybody were, knew that thing was stressful. We was all on pins and needles. We didn't know what was going to pop off it, in there. But they, I feel like they wouldn't have brought that together if they felt like it was going to I sure there. hope like, not, but I, I ain't going to lie, under, I was nervous. I think that was an understanding they had to come to before doing that. I so, sure hope so. But yeah, uh, that was one of my favorites. That was an instant classic for me. And just a, just a couple of honor mentions, just because they deserve to be mentioned, honorable mentions, Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight. Absolutely, that was great. Um, Brandy and Monica was a long-awaited one. That was one. good, too. Um, I thought Monica won, but... The brandy, the brandy. It was just so much shade. I was like, Lord Jesus, I can't. <laughs> the brandy zealots would tell you that brandy won that hands down. Um, it was very close for me. I'm sorry. I don't think it's of somebody won hands down over the other. That was very, very close to me. It was. 
Monica had a lot of help from her ATL partners. Let me tell you what Brandy messed up, and I don't want to go on no tangent, but Brandy's list wasn't right. She did um, not yeah. do the that's list lot, right. That's how a lot of people feel, yeah. She did not. She didn't come with all of her hits. She didn't have them in the right orders. Yep. Yep. Um, Teddy Riley and Babyface was another <laughs> one that because of this was the early incarnations where they were doing it virtually separately yes and so it's a lot of technical difficulties and teddy tried to put on a whole concert oh my god remember he had the hot man hype man in the back it was just (laughs) it was doing way too much yeah it was a lot and it ruined the experience because other ones otherwise that could have probably went down as one of the best ones absolutely if it didn't play out that way yeah if they Uh, were in person and that would have been amazing. And they did a part two. Um, yeah, but it but was still like, oh, okay. It just kind of fell flat at that it was, point. It, yeah, it felt like they missed. They already missed their opportunity there. Yeah. Um, I'll just run through these really quick. DMX and Snoop Dogg was a dope one. Um, Snoop was so lit. He was, once he got it, once he got a couple of smokes and he was good. He was, yeah, that was entertaining. Uh, Rick Ross and 2 Chains didn't get him much fanfare but i'm a huge rick ross fan so that was big for me jagged edge 112 was one that we have been waiting for for a minute but that was also another one that was done separately virtually it i don't remember it having as many technical issues with that one it was good it was a little bit there was a little bit of technical uh difficulties there but it just felt like until they got them in the same room it felt like it changed everything yeah i agree it it just sounded better Otherwise, some of them sound like they were just playing a song in, in a room or something. It, like, it just, the, <laughs> the quality just didn't hit right. Because that one we was waiting on. We was waiting on that battle. So, uh, of course, Swiss and Timbo are the, they kicked everything off. So, uh, so yeah, uh, that was definitely a big win for the culture and really just for people who love music. We're going to kind of wind down a little bit. Uh, let's do your favorite podcast episode that we've done my favorite podcast episode will probably have to go to WAP of course of course because y'all know y'all keep coming for black women I'm keep defending us out the gate on everything to the day I die and that's on period oh god it is one of our biggest episodes um to date it's one of our most listened episodes and it was a really good one um Again, that talk that speaks a lot to the controversy around the song more than okay how great the song it was. I need itself. you to stop saying around the song as if y'all wasn't trying to come for black women. Expressing quit saying, and sexuality. I'm gonna need you to quit saying y'all as if I'm part of that y'all because I'm not. I did the episode with you. Okay, it was on your side, damn it. You we know, the episode. Sometimes I just need to put it on you, out there. I need you to quit attacking me. I'm on. I'm on y'all side. Okay. I'm always for women's rights. If they want to talk about how wet their stuff is, like, I'm not the one to tell them not to. So, my personal favorite is the Would You Rather Part 2. And that it's not, was fun. And it's not just because it's our most recent episode. It's the last one we did. But it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of scenarios that, if y'all haven't listened, if y'all haven't listened to these, these are like our last, like our most recent episodes that we've done. So these are still good episodes to listen to. Absolutely. All of them are. It's yeah. really hard for me to choose like yep. what my favorite is. I enjoyed them all. Yep. Um, 
recording them and listen to them outside of the mm -hmm. protest or riot. We already talked about it. I didn't listen to that. Yeah. Um, but even that episode, all really, really good episodes to go back and catch up if you have not already. Yeah, so they had the... The Would You Rather, I was, you can play along with that one. That had some really good and hard questions to answer on there. Um, so, and that had the, a lot of, we was clowning around. Like, that was that was just a lot of fun to do. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm actually hoping we do a part three at some point. Some questions are hard to come up with. It's hard to come up with some really good ones. But if I can come up with some other ones, I wouldn't mind running the third one back. Because it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, the sex addict one got to get an honorable mention for me. Um, because <laughs> that was, that episode was months in the making. And y'all clowned with those quiz those <laughs> results. Quiz, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a whole, we did a whole, in case y'all didn't know, we did a whole, like, quiz where, like, you could take a quiz and answer and you can find out the end if you're a sex addict or not. It's a lot like, of addicts out there. <laughs> it's a lot of sex yeah, we, we just had a lot of fun with that episode. I was we really was trying to figure out a way to talk about sex that was gonna be so fun to talk about. And we yeah. we and we nailed and we're gonna keep doing it too. Oh god. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Next episode next category. <laughs> Alright, so this is the final we'll go ahead and uh do the final category here, which is the best thing that came out of twenty twenty. I think the well, best end thing. On a high note. Yes, high note. Hi, we're ending 2020. Hi, not literally. Or maybe. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> um, the best thing I think that came out of 2020 is this podcast. Easy. Having something Thanks. to work with you on and an awesome project, and it has already started to grow into other things. I'm just like shocked. Like we keep getting email inquiries from people about different things and it's just blowing my mind um looking at our listens and seeing how interested people are i'm just so grateful um to have started this and then also the response that we've gotten from it yes yeah, uh surreal it's still surreal to this to this day um we had did 12 episodes we did a dozen episodes over a period of six months and we got up to 1500 listens in just a matter of 12 episodes in six months to me that's i i didn't i didn't expect that at all considering how it started how slow it kind of started off like i did not see it jumping like that and so i'm like forever grateful and it may i'm so excited like if we did that our first season like i'm excited for what we gonna have for season two yeah. Like we got some stuff we working on in the works and like we wanna like come we wanna come with it. So I'm thrilled and excited for what we got in store coming up for season two. Absolutely. Uh so I can't wait. Um so yeah, easily that's easily the best thing that came out of twenty is everything we're doing right now is right. Is a product of twenty twenty. When we look back, this will be the one thing we can look back and say at least We got that. It started a monster. It started <laughs> They started some. Um, Mods is in all of our, and that's how that speaks to our growth. But all of our listeners aren't from where we're from. Right. So for the people who don't know, we are from Kansas City, Missouri. This is where we based in. Uh, Absolutely. And so. KC is the town. So I couldn't say. So 2020 easily, besides the podcast, easily the Chiefs. Winning the Super Bowl! 
easily one of the greatest things that came out of 2020. If you absolutely being a lifelong Chiefs fan and the trash that we didn't produce over the years, easily like Patrick Mahomes saving the franchise. Like this is we 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 the next dynasty. I said it. You heard it here. Not first, because everybody's saying it. <laughs> we the next dynasty, so y'all get ready yeah. to start hating us like the Patriots, because we hated the Patriots for 20 years, and y'all about to hate us for the next 10, because we about to run stuff, so. Yeah, it was that was amazing. That was amazing, just thinking yeah. about, like, where we were and everything. Oh, awesome, man. awesome things, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. 2020 has had its negative things and it's falls and it's tragedies but it's definitely had some uplifting times it's definitely had some great mm-hmm. things that were produced yep and so what my hope is for myself for you and for our listeners is that we take hold of those things um those highlights from 2020 and take that yep. as inspiration of what we can have to come for 2021 yep so don't be surprised when we do this episode a year from now and review in 2021 that the best thing to come out of 2021 is going to be another Super Bowl yeah. from the Chiefs. Chiefs. It's going to be the same same results. But uh, yeah, babe, I think we uh, I think we covered it in a nutshell. Yeah, I think 2020 Good is job. a wrap. Good job. High five. High five. Good job, baby. All right, well. All right. Be sure to follow us on our socials. You can find us at WBR Black on Instagram and Twitter. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook at We'll Be Right Black. And stay tuned because we're coming with season two in March of 2021. So yeah. be ready for us because we got some special things set up for y'all. So uh, until then, we'll be right black. <laughs>